The Podcast Show. Giving ideas a voice. This is The Podcast Show, where we teach you to eat it like an ice cream. My name is Graham Brown, joined in the studio by... Kibara. Yeah, here we are. So this is the team that brought you many podcasts, such as Asia Tech Podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going to talk about how to turn your idea into a podcast. Yep. That's what we're about. So mm -hmm. Barrett's the studio engineer here. Hey, folks. There he is. You've been normally sitting in a different chair to that, but no, he's in the guest chair today. Yep. So a bit of a change of role. Mm -hmm. Here to share a little bit about the journey and um what are we going to talk about well we're going to talk about how you take an idea and turn it into a podcast show and importantly how you get a guest like tony fernandez drum roll yeah right so um this is the first issue of the podcast show mm -hmm. and what better way to kick off the podcast show than to talk about how you get the big celebrity names on your show yep and uh let's talk about tony fernandez first so if you're not familiar with tony fernandez let's sort of just roll down the list of acclaims ceo of air asia mm -hmm. um i mean if you live in asia you'll know the man and you know you've probably flown air asia i think he's a majority shareholder in qpr queens park rangers queens park rangers yeah a whole bunch of other things. He used to have an F1 team, yep. Caterham. Yep. Um, and, and he's a bit of a uh, an entrepreneur. Yes. I don't think he's quite a billionaire yet, but I had a look at the numbers. 750 million. That's what he reports anyway. <laughs> so, uh, fascinating guy. And we were up at AirAsia headquarters on Thursday last week. Mm -hmm. And he was on our podcast. So we took our podcast team. We took our studio to Red Q, the headquarters, to do the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how you do it technically, because that's always an issue that people have when they're podcasting, is how do I do those outside broadcast interviews? And also, how do you get a guest like Tony? Because mm -hmm. everybody wants to have a guest like Tony, but how do you do it? What's involved? What kind of follow-up? How do you pitch it? Etc. So... Maybe before we dive into all that, let's talk about the actual experience itself. For you, Barrett, how was it? It was it was fascinating. It was fantastic. I was really stoked about it. Like once in a lifetime opportunity, I would say. Yeah. Really. It was amazing. It was quite a high pressure, wasn't it? Yeah, you should have actually seen my face before. I, I did see your face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, you had a game face on. You weren't yeah. giving a lot away. You were quite tense. Yep. I think for you as well, maybe it was harder in, than me because if you screwed up on the recording side, that it would have been, been worse than... If, if I had screwed up, I could just sort of say, stop edit, let's do that again. Yep. But for you, the cost of failure was a lot higher, wasn't it? Yeah, especially with the setup and all that. Yeah. If any of that wire actually went wrong, boom. We crashed. Yes. Yeah, well, luckily we have a good studio, so we'll talk about that. Yes. A good backup. Because I think with these kind of shows, these kind of guests, you don't get a second chance. We couldn't go back and say, look, we screwed up. Yeah. Tony, can we do it again? Exactly. Because it took eight months. <laughs> like, I'm not going to wait another eight months. Bit of background to that. I met Tony in Newton Hawker Center. Mm -hmm. um, it was a busy Friday night. 
all the seats were taken. Um, we got the last table. This couple came over, said, could they sit down? We, you know, I took my jacket off. Sorry, I moved my jacket so they could sit down. They went off and ordered their food. They came back and they, then they started sharing their food, chatting away. Seemed like a really nice couple. Um, talked about, you know, what do we do? Asked my friend Stuart, what do you do? He said, you know, I work medical devices. I make these, these um, bone conductive hearing loss eyewear. Um, medical devices asked me, uh, you know, I run a podcast, Asia Tech podcast here in Asia. I turned around to him and said, what are you doing? He said, I own an airline. I didn't realize who it was, um, but that was the start of the conversation. We sat and we had dinner together and we talked about all different kind of things. And the pitch then was, hey, Tony, wouldn't it be great if we did a podcast? Mm -hmm. He said, yeah, let's do it. He gave me his phone number, followed up. You know, it took weeks, months. Eventually we got a time cancelled when was the first i think we were originally flying to kl weren't we yes flying to kl and then the night before it got rescheduled yeah we'd booked our flights ready to go we'd all packed and then we got the call sorry i can't do it so that was a blow yeah and then the next he said okay uh, i'm gonna be in singapore let's do it then great we're all ready to go mm -hmm. singapore and then it got rescheduled literally okay. an hour before right yes so i was like i remember that i remember that one where i packed the studio everything i was like okay it's gonna happen yeah I had my game face on then it got rescheduled got rescheduled again that was annoying yes but Th then but then third but time but i recently said i'm gonna be in singer no what was it all about let's do it friday in headquarters in kl mm-hmm this is already eight months into it now, back and forth with the PR people. And by the way, Aziz and Chris, all amazing. They were so helpful in setting this up. So big props to them in the AirAsia team. And then he said, let's do it Friday. So he said, okay, Friday's on. And then it was like, let's do it Thursday. And, thought, mm -hmm. oh, and then they booked the flights for us. Mm -hmm. And night before, I was waiting for that phone call, made it to midnight. Great. No I phone call. It's going to happen. I switched off my phone, actually. Oh, you switched off your phone? <laughs> oh, I couldn't do that. Got up at, we got up at... I got up at five in the morning. I think. Four. Four. Plus, yeah. yeah. Make it to the airport at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, when did we meet at the airport? Seven or six, I think. Seven. 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 Ready to fly. Mm -hmm. We flew to headquarters. It's an hour, really. Less than an hour from Singapore to KL. Landed. And then, uh, you know, obviously... Got to the headquarters, sat down, got set up. We were in the room. Mm -hmm. I hadn't met Tony yet. Met Aziz. Um, yeah, and the whole team were like really helpful. And then, 11.30, it came. Then he said, oh, um, there's been a bit of a schedule mix-up. I thought, no. We've come all this way. We're here. It can't. No, it can't be. Right at the last minute, this is going to be <laughs> typical. And I honestly thought at that point, I don't know if you caught that conversation, I honestly thought they were going to say, we can't do it. I, I didn't. I was, I was so focused on actually setting up. I you were like, saying no, up, I, I, I was like, shut off everything. <laughs> no, I was just like, I, I felt like punched in the stomach. I thought, here it comes. And they said, um... All right, so he's got to go at 12.30. And I thought, oh, no, it's only 30 minutes. It's not enough time to do a proper podcast with Tony. It's going to be short and rushed, and then we want to have a chat. No. And then they said, okay, it was 12.30-something. He said, he's going to come down early. Mm -hmm. 
he's going to be here in 10 minutes. I thought, oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> and Barrett's not set up yet. <laughs> it's like five minutes he's going to walk in and then you're going to get all flustered because he's going to walk in the door with mm -hmm. his like team and we're going to have to hit record like literally in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. But it happens. Yep. And I remember you said, when it stuck with me, those words, it's like, it ain't happening until we said that red button on the Roadcaster Pro yep. go red. Yep. When it's on, when it's recording. Then it's on. Until that point, it's all just fantasy, right? Yep. But we did it. Yep. How long was the recording? It's about 35 minutes. Right. About that. Yeah, we did 35 minutes and we had a good chit chat as well mm -hmm. outside of that, which is great. Yeah. Job done. So let's talk about how we did it. So mm -hmm. um, maybe we can start by looking at the technicals, right, first. So th there's two parts to this. Mm -hmm. The mixer mm -hmm. and the headphones. Yep. Right. Let's start with the headphones because they were the first edition, right? Now, no normally we use these mics, which if you're listening in the road, sorry, the short SM7Bs, which are amazing mics, but you can't take these on the road. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a hassle, especially with mic stands and all that. Yeah. So the easy solution to that was the Audio Technica BHPS ones. Yeah. So these are dynamic mics. Uh, it also acts as your headsets. So what this does is it picks up whatever you speak and it reduces the background noises. So mm. It's a pretty, pretty good piece of microphones. Yeah. It is. And it's literally plug and play, to be honest. So that's what I love about these microphones. Let's talk about, talk about those because I think mm -hmm. there's a key point here that uh, most people don't know what audio sounds like in mm -hmm. an office and it sounds pretty shitty. Pretty much. Yeah, because like echo and reverb. It's like right in a bathroom. It is, or in a stairwell. Yeah. It's horrible. Mm -hmm. And until you actually start, you know, podcasting properly, you don't sort of pick that up and listen back to it and hear, oh God, that sounds awful. Mm -hmm. So you need good mic and yet the thing the point about these ones barrett is mic technique let's yes. talk a little bit about that because most people don't know like you and i are talking if you're watching a video you can see us talking quite close to these mics but if you're listening we're literally like five centimeters away yes. from the mouse that's the whole point of eat it like an ice cream right yep so why we say eat it like an ice cream basically okay let's start with the shirts first yeah right? so with the shirts it works within a bubble so you can't really hear me that well yeah but here you can hear me. Likewise with this, you can, it picks up your voice within this radius. But so the, Sorry, you have to explain because on video, they see you, but on audio. So oh you're holding yeah. up the audio technicas, which sorry. have like a boom. They have a boom mic on them, which is like a headset, like yep. a broadcaster. So it's like a boom mic that, um, so this is not like an ice cream anymore. It's like a candy. Right. So you got to eat this candy-like um, sponge mic. <laughs> so you got to eat this candy where it, it, it sort of uh, reduces, like I said earlier, reduces the background noise and it yeah. only focuses on what you speak. So the further away it is from it, uh, the further away it is from your mouth, yeah, it will not pick up. Uh, Follows you around. Yep. So that's my technique because like you said, if you turn, like if I turn to Sean here in the studio and talk to him and then come back, like... It drops. Yeah. If, if you're not aware of that, mm -hmm. then you're going to get a, a, a conversation which is going to go like this, which is going to be really weird. But with these 
Audio Technica headsets, it follows you everywhere. Even if you turn your head, this mic actually follows you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's the best part. Especially if you're having like a two way or three way conversation and you're talking to different people. Yes. Yeah. Yes, especially. Well, why do we use those rather than? I, I see people, and we've done this as well. Use stands and mm -hmm. mics. We we went through a whole thing with that, right? Testing, Trying to get that right. Yeah. yeah. So with stands, what I didn't like about the stands was one, I had to set up the stands, and it was not easy setting up those stands. Yeah. Two, it's heavy. It's really heavy. Three, it's it's very unnatural when you actually speak to someone like me and you we're having a conversation yeah. right now if i were to have a stand in front of me or something coming out it, it's just very unnatural in my mm. opinion with this audio technicas you just have to wear it and it's done yeah, what, what i found with the, the stands as well is that when you go to somebody's office or go to a, an environment or studio which you haven't used before not studio maybe but mm -hmm. wherever you're recording the outside studio that like the the level of the table or the wherever mm. you're putting the microphone and the stand on it's going to change yep so what then happens is the mic never reaches the mouth of the the, the yeah. guest right yep so it again it's like speaking like this right yep and that that if you didn't see it on video is only like 30 centimeters mm -hmm. And that makes a huge difference. And when you have that, then that picks up all the echo and background noise and the air con and the people next door talking yes. and, you know, the coffee machine outside. It picks up everything around you. Absolutely. So you can never work that out. In, in the studio, we're using these Samsung boom mic mm -hmm. arms, which are great because they move around with you. But you, these are impractical taking everywhere. You, you've got to fasten them somewhere. You, you can't clamp them in somebody's office, especially if let's say we're using a glass table. Yeah. Yeah, so we don't know and the thickness as well you don't know exactly. what the table is so all so this is unknown isn't it a lot of unknowns in that situation yeah that is why I think the Audio Technica is actually a pretty good uh, microphone because you just have to wear them yeah it's easy yeah and, and once you've got them on you kind of forget that they're there don't you yeah it, it, I, I notice that people find it uncomfortable at first right? yeah. when do I have to what, what do I do but as we start conversing they just forget about it yeah and the quality it's not as good as the Shores, but... It's not. I, I think it's as close... It's the closest thing, in my opinion, that can yeah. get to the Shores. Right. Yeah, it's better it's than... you. We had those... So, I mean, people, other podcasters use them as well, because we started out using them like Audio-Technica 2020s, mm -hmm. USB mics. Yep. And if you were to compare... Let's rank them. Shure SM7B, Audio-Technica 2020, and this Audio-Technica BPH1 or whatever it's... BPH. B B <laughs> BHPS1. BHPS1. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> is that right? Audio Technica BPHS1. 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 Yeah. Okay. So let's sort of rank those. And then even like the Blue Yeti mic. Yep. How, how do they all sort of stack? So starting from the top, definitely the shows. Yeah. After that, I would give it to the Audio Technicas, to be honest. Mm. Then I would give it to the AT20 mm. and the Blue Yeti. Yeah. The, the USB mics. So. The, yeah. They are, they are good to start off with yeah. but they are not that great I think what you notice with those mics as well is that the, they pick up a lot of noise yes. we I mean w when we put these shores in we were blown away by how well they were at eliminating background noise exactly you know because we've got an aircon in here I mean I mean, if we can just be silent for a few seconds you can actually hear the noise floor that's it Yep, that's quite a noisy aircon. And we did not have these curtains when this mic mics came in the first time. Uh -huh. right? I still remember how um, 
uh it was it picked up everything the 8020s actually picked up everything around yeah, yeah, it was very bouncy but when this shoes came in it just eliminated that amazing very good but you can't, you can't take them on the road so the next best thing is the audio technica bphs yep. ones right yep so i i guess what we're talking tech is you have to have a good road studio yep to be able to do this kind of work mm-hmm. if you rocked up with audio technica 2020s and a zoom i i think in 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 2020 interview that's it's okay but you yeah you're not going to get the best no i no. I, I, i to me it's like a missed opportunity yeah totally yeah so the um ace in the pack mm-hmm. the roadcaster pro let's hold that up i mean let's get have a look at the this is the bad boy itself yep now this is a mixer and um let's describe it in audio if you so how many channels has it got so this has four channels yeah. uh xlr and uh, yeah only xlr so the good thing about this is you can connect your phone to this yeah. you can connect it via a usb or a 3.5 mm cable or a bluetooth channel right uh the best thing to me about this roadcaster pro is you can do your skype conversations yeah and it has a mix minus in it right which basically means without uh it so okay this have a problem explain <laughs> yeah you could do a skype call it that's basically what it is a skype call without getting the feedback yeah. from the skype so it minuses that and it mixes it and it pushes out as a very clean audio yeah the quality on that is amazing yes we we also have in the studio uh, a yamaha mgx mm mm-hmm. um which is again another four channel which is like i mean very similar to this quality you're listening to it now the quality is amazing yep. i think as as it goes however why would you consider the roadcaster pro to do tony rather than the mgx so i've taken both outdoors right mgx is pretty good within this uh, indoor situation where it's stationary and i don't yeah. have to move it so let's talk about the uh the physical state was mm. uh, mgx is heavy right. and it's not easy to carry is it heavier than that yeah oh it's it's smaller as well right e- mgx is smaller yeah. mgx is smaller but it's heavier yeah the roadcaster however is slightly wider mm. but it's much much lighter yeah secondly the functions so with the mgx you can do a certain level of bass you can do a certain level of eq and all that but with the roadcaster I have the option to do noise gate. Yeah. It compresses and it gives you the individual level of each uh guess or each people each person talking. Mm. That cannot be done on the MG10 because MG10 picks up everything uh uh everyone's uh it's not an individual individual one it's just like a wholesome uh leveler. What's that on? The compressor? Uh, no, no, sorry, I missed the the master, the ah, volume, the individual oh, okay, levels. Okay, yeah. So this it shows the individual levels. Yeah. It shows how loud I I can even control that uh level digitally. Yeah. Yeah. So to me that's like the best thing I can get. Let's talk about what the advantages. I mean we're not selling this thing, yeah, but it's kind of like thing. we should be, shouldn't we? Um let's talk about the advantages of the Rodecaster Pro why we like it. So you've talked like the noise gate for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, noise gate if you don't know what it is is it's like a a filter right it sort of shuts off your microphone when you're not speaking into it right yeah so 
that's like uh, it sort of reduces the environment, the noise hmm. around you. But the Rodecaster Pro, this is one thing I do not like about the Rodecaster Pro. The noise gate is too strong sometimes. Yeah, it's quite hard. Yeah. But that may be because of the environment we use it in, right? That's true also. You you'd use a noise gate, like if you and I are talking, mm-hmm. there's two mics, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're talking, I'm quiet, Which, but I, that then picks up all the air con and yes. the train line behind all yes. the airport noises, whatever it may be. So the point is, is that if if the volume on my mic drops below a certain le- you know level, which is the noise floor, it turns it off yep. completely. Yep. Another thing about this Rodecaster Pro um, that the MG10 can't do, it can record internally. Yes, that's a big deal. Big, big deal. So talk about that. So with the MG10 right now, I have to set up Audacity on another laptop because we are streaming on another laptop. Yeah. So I have to have multiple devices to record this show. Whereas with the Rodecaster Pro, I only have to bring up one laptop and record uh, record video on that. And I can record my audio on this Rodecaster Pro. Yeah. Basically because... Um, so let me show it to you. If you see this... Yeah, there. The enormous had it. Yeah. There. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a smart card. Yeah, so it actually records it in an SD card. Yeah. And it has uh you can actually play it back to actually hear how the podcast was and all that. So I I think to me this is like a pretty cool uh on the go device. Yeah. And it's like I th- in my opinion the best thing out there for a podcaster who wants to do podcast outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A fun feature. <laughs> so you have this uh tabs here. <sighs> yeah the buttons yep so you can actually add in your intro outro or any kind of claps or any kind of Laughter, additional music yeah crickets so you can make the show more fun so yeah so let's go back to the the key features this is really important because if you do an interview with a big guest like tony mm-hmm. fanat the last thing you want to do is walk away from the interview and realize oh my god i did not hit the record button yeah that is just going to open up a hole in the ground. You're going to fall in it, right? Yeah. So what the Rodecaster Pro can do is record to a micro SD. Mm-hmm. And whilst you're recording, you can run it out into your computer. So you're actually recording on your your laptop yep. and you're recording the backup in on the, the Pro. Yeah. Now, before we would have recorded onto the laptop. So into the, the audio goes into the mixer it goes out to the laptop where you yep. record one and it goes out to the smaller laptop where you record two. two. Yeah. Right? That's how we were doing it. Yep. But now we've eliminated the second laptop. Yep. And now it just goes into one. Exactly. And also, this is, uh, it has its own amplifier. Mm-hmm. So I eliminate the amplifier as well. So uh, Headphone amplifier. The headphone amplifier. Yeah, yeah. So I don't need to bring that out anymore. Right. So, yeah, exactly. If you can just show that up to the camera again. And just subscribe. So th- 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 those are the outs, but on the front of it, on the top, maybe, you can show the, the dials for the amp. So at the top on the right, you can actually see the headphone out. So basically, how we do this now is we run out of the MGX, which mm-hmm. is the studio mixer, yep. four headphones, which yep. is like, I mean, if you're watching us on video, these headphones are coming out. Of the MGX through a headphone amplifier, which is like a little box, right? And yep. it just means more stuff. Yep. So we've eliminated that box. We've el- 
that is now inside the Rodecaster Pro, and we've eliminated the laptop, right? And lesser wires. Lesser wires, right? Lesser wires. Well, you don't have to run four wires out of a mixer into a headphone amplifier, yes. right? Because yeah. this is where, like we mentioned earlier, the Audio Technicas, it has right. moved the 3.5 mm. Uh, this is not 3. Yeah. One and a, that's the quarter inch. Quarter inch, sorry. Yeah. And an XLR. So that allows you to record it easily. Right. Plug and play. Okay. So that's the in and the out. Yep. Yes. And let's not forget, it looks sexy. When you turn that thing on, oh. the, oh no, it's not plugged in. So it's not plugged in at the moment, but... It looks like a seriously good piece of kit. It's got yes. like a digital display. Yes. And people look at it and think, oh, wow, what is that? So if it's like, it's, it's actually pretty impressive. Like the yeah. colors it has on. Flashing lights. Yes. We like that. Pretty much. So Rodecaster Pro quality... Compared to the MGX, is it comparable? Nah, I prefer the Roadcaster Pro. Really? Yeah. I much prefer the Roadcaster Pro. Because oh. the MGX is, to me, it's like, it goes down to the weight and all that. This yeah. is easy. Yeah. If I just want it, I'll just carry it. Boom, I'm done. With the MGX, that's too much. There's an important feature on the Roadcaster Pro that the MGX doesn't have. Is, uh, yeah, okay, we'll come to that in a minute. The most important part for the Tony story. The sliding audio uh, volume levels mm -hmm. maybe you can just hold those up like how important that is right it's like a you know you'd see like on a mixing desk in a recording studio the sliders yep. right yep the MGX has knobs yeah you have to twiddle which is quite hard if you're mm -hmm. like talking and there are people in the room it's hard to kind of get it exactly right we even had those for Sean sort of before we went on it's like trying to get it right you just yep. kind of nudge it with a slider right yep so uh, that's the thing the individual it, it's individual levels yeah so that's like that, much better than MGX MGX I have to actually uh, make sure one person skip quiet then I can actually know what's the level of the other person yeah whereas this, both of y'all can have a conversation and I can just uh, listen and see how your level is does that have um, in, I mean it has the individual sliders but does it have individual level readings yes so uh, like an EQ for each yes. really so you can actually physically see. Yeah. Okay. Because on the MJX, it's all mixed down in one track, right? Yes. Awesome. Yep. I like that. This is the Rode Studio setup. This is the future. Mm, we are living in the future. We are living this in the, the future. This is the present. <laughs> yeah. How do, how do I, um, I guess for any podcaster, um, it's important to get a handle on microphones. Mm -hmm. um, because let's face it, if you're podcasting with usb mics mm -hmm. they run into your laptop right yep into a usb socket yep they're powered from there however um you cannot mix them yeah right and it's even quite difficult to set up like a an aggregated device on a laptop with two usbs it's a bit of a bother um yeah with a mixer you have to run analog mics which yeah. are xlr which yeah. i mean if you can just kind of show up to the mic the xlr cable at the end is that thing right yeah there's an xlr which is like these three pin the big fat ones right yep and uh the, the problem is i think that most podcasters start out on usb mics and then realize if they want to take it to the next level if they want to have really good sound they have to go into xlr because mm -hmm. all the mixers Ah, XLR. XLR. There's no, there's not such thing as a, a USB mix. It doesn't exist, right? So it means you have to start again. Yep. With all your studio equipment, mm -hmm. everything. Yep. But there you go. 
that's the challenge it's like it's expensive as well to yeah. be honest especially if let's say you started this as a hobby then you invest so much in it then just to realize actually no nah, i don't i don't really enjoy doing this anymore exactly it's just a waste of dead space after that well that is why you can come to our studio yeah and mvp it if yeah you, if you and we'll talk about that in a minute mm -hmm. you don't have to go and buy all this equipment nope you can test out ours yep save it a lot cheaper much cheaper yeah i mean a couple of hundred bucks versus thousands right yep all right well we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> let's talk about um tony mm -hmm. and doing the recording itself and um maybe just a few things like how it all came about and also how we did it let's just have a look at that mixer there mm -hmm. that big button there this one no oh yeah. most important button oops this one the record button yep. how important is that it's a big fat record button that turns red big big red one <laughs> To be honest, when I turned that, when Tony was sitting there, yeah. I, I was still quite uh, like, no, 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 I have not turned it on. I have not turned it on. The moment I hit record, yeah, we got it. How did you feel? Best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Best thing ever I ever did in my whole life. Yeah. It was, like I said, it was a very, it's a very surreal moment. Yeah. And when that red button became, uh, okay, so for those who don't know, when you see the button here, when you power it on, it's actually uh, blinking. Like it, it doesn't show a full red button. Only if you hit record, then it shows full red. So this uh, was an update. Uh, this was an update done by the root, uh, like a firmware update. Yes. Okay. So when I saw that uh, record button, when I saw that stop blinking, I was like, yes. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, well, let's talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about how we do our shows. We give away a bit of the secrets in a minute, right? Mm -hmm. And also how we sort of got there. Because the point is, is that we've done several hundred shows. I mean, personally, I'm coming up to 500. Mm -hmm. I mean, together we've done a couple of hundred. About 200 ish. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's a lot of practice. Yeah, I mean that. You know, it's not like we've we've learned everything on the job, obviously. But it's not like we went into that sh that that interview not knowing, not knowing what the hell to do. Yeah, and I, I mean, I said to you as well beforehand, like you know, like they say in training for marathons or Ironman, it's like you know, never run a race in new shoes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I like, don't do anything in those interviews. Mm -hmm. that is new or untried yep anything just do what you do because i think when you hit that red record button and it's flashing and tony's there and i'm speaking to him and we're on then we're just doing another show yep and that is so much less anxious and stressful than dealing with a celebrity right yep i think that should be the mindset like it's as long as you treat it like just another guess hmm. then it sort of calms you down it sort of makes you like okay I got this I got this under control yeah 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 it was just another guess it's like, it's just, that this, just that this guess uh, had an airline <laughs> yeah, no, no, exactly <laughs> yeah and a very nice amazing office as well I really yeah. liked it they've got like a food court in their office mm -hmm. right I did like that 
Yeah, and, and a bloody nice guy as well. And I, I really like him as an individual. So. Big time. He's, he's actually a very, very humble, very yeah. nice. Very funny. <laughs> very funny, yeah. Very funny guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can understand how he can be misunderstood as well. <laughs> he says some things which, yeah, I, I do like his style. Um, let's talk about how we actually record. So people... You know, how do we do this show? Mm-hmm. What software do we use? Let's give away some of the secrets, shall we? Or should we give away the secrets? Should we keep them nah, secret? I have the secrets in a PDF. Uh, okay. You're going to give that away? Yep. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Let's give them a, few, a bit of a taster. Mm-hmm. So to record, we're great believers that podcasts are formats, not mediums. Yep. So a podcast is in audio, mm-hmm. but it's also video. Yep. You can have video. You can have crappy audio mm-hmm. and nobody's going to love it. But you can have crappy in video and still people might like it. Yep. Because the audio is the most important thing. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a conversation. Podcast is a conversation. It's not audio. That makes sense? Right? Yes. So um, what do we need for that? You need, well, we're using webcams. Webcams. Yeah. Mixers. We take those with us, by the way. We take yeah, them yeah, in the easy oh, pack yeah. up on. Get decent. If you're going to get a webcam, get decent stands. What do we use these? These, these are really quite sturdy, aren't they? The Velbon X Minis. Yep. They're quite nice. They're quite chunky. Yep. We've, we've got webcam stands like, the gorilla pods and stuff, but they just feel flimsy and they're gonna break and yes and they're not uh, usually they're not stable uh they're not straight as well so yeah it's a, yeah, it's a bit yeah. of a challenge with a bit this wonky yeah now th- these are awesome they, these feel like you can manhandle them a little bit and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll won't break yep yeah so i mean standard is mixer mics webcams uh stands stands what webcams we're using the logitech C930. Yeah, and that's interesting because we had, I mean, these are, I'll show you one here, which is on the Gorilla stand. If you're watching a video, this is a C930E, right? Um, And uh, yeah, I mean, we, it's interesting because these are probably one of Logitech's most expensive webcams and they do okay with low lighting. Yes. And you'll find, I think you'll find that when you do studio recording or you go out, to people's offices and records generally what happens is is you have really bad lighting yes. i don't mean low lighting but what webcams struggle with is contrast so for example we, the other day we sat in an office which shot out from a bank into the background which is marina bay sands you know the big iconic hotel in singapore it looks like a spaceship in the background but because it's really bright in the background, mm-hmm. everybody in the foreground was really dark, yes. right? Yes, yes. So you're going to encounter all these problems unless you have like real sort of high-end TV equipment. Mm-hmm. But the Logitech does okay. And we've even found like the the other Logitechs, which, what do we have, the C920 or something? C9, C900. If I'm yeah, wrong. which is not a lot cheaper. But the quality is crappy, crappy yeah. yeah, by comparison, right? It's wider, but the resolution is yeah. that fantastic. So the C930s are the way to go. Mm-hmm. Get a decent stand. C930s on the Velbon X-Mini stands, the Rodecaster Pro, Audio-Technica BPHS1 headsets. You need a pair of monitor headsets as well? Yes, a studio engineer headset. That's what I call it. It's like what you're wearing now. Yes, but... Just without the mics. Um, what else do you need? You need a laptop and what do we use software? Audacity. And? Ecams. Ecams for? Yeah. Ecams for video, Audacity for recording. Right. But then in this case right now, we're not using Audacity anymore. No. <laughs> because it's recorded in the Broadcaster Pro. Except 
while we're doing it in the studio we yeah in the uh, studio we have yeah. to hear recording okay and then um we can also use OBS as well. Why did you choose not to do OBS when we did the recording? Okay, so the OBS, okay, I personally prefer OBS. Yeah. But OBS, the system, your system has to be quite top-notch. And our system, um, it's not, say, bad, mm. but it's pretty good with eCams. Mm. And OBS takes up a lot of RAM space. Mm. So, yeah, uh, to be safe, I use the eCams. Yeah. It's, it's easier also as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, um... So there's another a few other things in there as well that we're throwing like for example like the uh the microphone amplifiers mm-hmm. you need USB hubs as well especially if you're dealing with uh multiple cams multiple cameras yes. and we've had a lot of experience with USB hubs a lot yes. of like bad experiences they Very. T- they tend to fail yep um you get a lot of freezing of skipping. cameras skipping yeah yeah and th- that can be quite annoying yeah and um so we we've sort of try to work that out and mm-hmm. um, got sort of a working solution um we haven't gone down the the black magic route we, yet we did once almost yeah but i think the webcams are doing just fine at the moment yeah because at the end of the day it's about audio yes right and the, the video is a bonus isn't it yes yeah if you do an interview with tony it's audio you can't compromise the audio yeah yeah, but I'm mean, looking back at our video. It's pretty damn good as well, wasn't it? I was, I was impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was awesome. But he had quite a colourful background yeah, exactly. with all that sort of like that Tokyo imagery, manga mm-hmm. imagery, and so on. You can see it on the video when it comes out. Um, all right. So this is what we're going to do: is we are going to publish a cheat sheet mm-hmm. of everything you need to do an interview with Tony Fernandez. <laughs> Right. Obviously, you need Tony Fernandez or equivalent. But the point is, is that anything you, everything you need to create and record a, a an interview, a podcast with somebody. Yeah, doesn't have to be Tony. It could be anybody. It could be your mate. But knowing that that is the best solution out there for the money. Yeah. So we're going to publish that that PDF mm-hmm. and give it away on the podcast show website. Yep. All you need to do is enter your email address and that's your cheat sheet to get started. Yep. And uh, any other tidbits in there that we're going to give away? Some um, info on, you know, thoughts about software as well? There will be the PDFs. Uh, you will receive everything in that PDF. Yeah. So everything you need is in that resource tab. That's right. And if you have any questions... Then um, we're going to do, I mean, we're going to do the podcast show every week, right? Yep. We're going to talk about what we're working on podcast-wise. Yep. Um, how are we turning ideas into podcasts? How we give them a voice. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so the PDF's there. If you, you want to go and uh, get yourself a copy of the PDF, just go to the podcast show website and you'll see Tony interview there. Mm-hmm. Let's go there and it'll be on that page. Yep. Right under resources as well, maybe. Um, so go and grab yourself a copy of that PDF, get in the game. What do you need? Don't spend thousands, you know, making the mistakes that we made. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been at this, like, I mean, building the studio itself and doing the road stuff for the best part. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just learning our own mistakes. Yeah. Right? So, you know, learn from us. It's expensive business. Mm. <laughs> um, and, and also, I mean, if, you're, if you want to get in the game of podcasting and you want to try out a studio... Come along for one of our tryout days. Yep. Right? Yep. So what's the plan with the tryout day? Let's talk a little bit about that. So we're having our open mic. 
Yeah. Open mic day next Wednesday. Yeah. So we're gonna do a regular day. Yeah, I mean, so it depends. I mean, some people maybe listen to this in weeks, so let's just say go to the website and good, check it out. Yeah. So, so you can go to the podcast show and you can actually go find the tab open mic day and mm. the details will be there. Yeah, so do check it out. Sign up if you want to come in and actually do your podcast. That's it. Yeah, come along and try it out. I mean, it's a lot cheaper than buying the, the equipment. equipment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's yeah. a fraction of the cost, a ten percent of spending thousands on, you know. Equipment. equipment and also you you come along you get some feedback yep um you can talk to us as well we'll be here barrett definitely be here to answer your technical questions about microphones and all that sort of stuff yep you know there's that part of it as well as mic technique mm-hmm. you're learning how to do that properly um you know just come in it's literally 45 minutes you can come in and in the 45 minutes and in, in that time with your recording and chit chat with us you can learn um, what it takes and break the duck if you like get over the, the first step of what it takes to become a podcaster absolutely yeah let's give it a go yep so that is that's everything from us today so we're, we're now going to focus on getting Tony out yep. the Tony episode so mm-hmm. it'll be there um, you can see links to it from the podcast show so go and check it out the the um, cheat sheet mm-hmm. for podcasts everything you need to get in the game of podcasting pdf it's free just give us your email address and um if you're already very serious about getting started and you want to try it out come along to one of our open mic days um details on the website it's in singapore so you have to travel to singapore if you want to make it if not then you know um go and check out the uh the cheat sheet anyway get started mm-hmm. and feel free to ask us questions we'll be doing a regular weekly show where you can ask questions about podcasting here yep Stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. So we are signing out. I am Graham Brown. Uh, I am Key Barrett. And you've been listening to the podcast show. Bye. Eat it like an ice cream, guys. That was the podcast show powered by Pitch Media Asia. My name's Graham Brown. Now, the podcast show is all about turning your idea into a podcast. So if you want to join us on that journey into the world of podcasting, head over to our SoundCloud channel, which is available at thepodcast.show slash soundcloud thepodcast.show slash soundcloud where we'll be sharing regular advice and tips on how to turn your idea into a podcast subscribe like follow on the soundcloud channel and any comments and questions that you may have then leave them on individual shows i look forward to hearing from you